This is the Mirror Project Podcast, an ongoing documentary series that sheds the light on the inconsistencies of the pandemic and the relationship between governments, tech giants, big pharma, and mainstream media. To watch the full video series, go to www.mp-22.com. You are listening to The Crisis Phase 2. Three weeks ago, I watched large numbers of police shutting an anti-lockdown peaceful protest in Hyde Park in London. They were arresting old men for simply holding cardboard signs, and the media labelled them selfish and dangerous. Please, for the safety of your loved ones, do not attend large gatherings, including demonstrations, of more than six people. Fast forward a couple of weeks. Same city, same police force. This time, thousands of people were allowed to protest under the encouragement of the government and the praise of the media. What happened to to George Floyd, I would urge people to protest peacefully and in accordance with the rules on social distancing. The Metropolitan Police have been watching what is happening in the US, yet they seemed underprepared, as if they almost wanted it to get slightly out of hand. Now, Take a step back and look at the big picture. What's changed in between the two events? Before I carry on, I want to make it clear that it goes without saying, the death of George Floyd was a tragedy. We all know that many police forces are corrupt, but I want you to know that what is happening now is a trap and we are all being duped again. It is easy to get carried away with sentiment. I am all up for protesting, holding the police accountable and ending any systemic racism or abuse of power, but we must be alert to their tactics. The biggest giveaway is the media. Watch the media. It works exactly like a magic trick does. It's all about misdirection. The media's job is to get your attention and divert it from what is really happening. And what is the media doing now? They completely change their rhetoric from stay home or we will all die to now is the time to protest or never in a matter of two weeks. Look at the recent tweet from the United Nations again a big change from two weeks ago. There is also the shaming campaign going around on social media for anyone that chooses not to participate or have an opinion and labelling them as a racist. These are just examples of how the media arm helps with creating the new narrative of fear and chaos. That brings me to the second part, which is the action and the street part. There are a number of organisations that are working on the new narrative. They hijacked peaceful protests and preyed on the public's emotions, and especially the youth of today who are already feeling disfranchised and angry. One of the most notorious provocateurs right now is Antifa, an allegedly anti-fascist movement that is known for their violence and ironically fascist tactics. The organisation has been infiltrated by journalists previously and exposed for their highly organised violence. 
In the recent riots, there's been a lot of footage showing Antifa members being confronted by the public when looting and damaging property. This is not a black woman who's putting Black Lives Matter. I just want you to know that we Get this pile of bricks literally being stationed near the sites where these protests and riots ultimately become. This right here? Yeah, they put them there. This on the purpose. setup. They put them there on purpose. Y'all know bro. where we at. They're gonna set them on right up on the route of Y'all know what building this Come is on. right here. Mysterious crates of rocks placed in the side of the roads in protest areas, which ended up with Antifa being declared a terrorist organization. Strange scenes like this have also been captured. As a protester, as a protester, as a cop, journalist, as a journalist, I saw you just getting out of a police truck. That's not a police truck. That's not a police truck? No. Who are you with? Which, what, CNN. What? Oh, okay. All right, let's go see if this is CNN. Who are you guys with? Oh, just hanging out. Are you cops? No. You're not? No. Your friend just told me you were CNN. But you're not, so he lied to me. So you're undercover cops and you're sending people into the protests who are dressed like protesters, and he's lying to me and telling me he's a journalist, which is very bad for the journalistic profession, I would say. Even after seeing all this footage, maybe you are still not convinced? Then let's do what we always do. Follow the money. What is the main source of funding for Antifa? It's a name that we have all heard a lot of recently. I think that uh, I've been blamed, blamed for everything. I am basically there to, uh, to make money. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of, of what I do. A billionaire by the name of George Soros, a man with a reputation of creating chaos around the world through his movements, benefiting financially while serving his masters to implement their plan in the world. Uh, the alchemists uh, made a, 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 a big mistake when they tried to change the behavior of uh, uh, metals uh, by abracadabra. Uh, they should have gone into the financial markets because th <laughs> there you actually can change uh, the, the sequence of events uh, by abracadabra. And what about the other deaths and injuries during these protests? Not to mention the damage to small businesses. It's important to remember people who've been killed. More than just one, many. David Patrick Underwood was a Federal Protective Service officer in California. A week ago, he was shot to death. We don't know who killed him. Italia Marie Kelly was just 22 years old. She became uncomfortable with the direction of that protest, understandably. She got in her car to leave, and she was killed by a stray bullet, shot dead. Jose Gutierrez was a bystander. He was watching as others looted the Chicago suburb of Cicero. For being there, he was shot in the head and killed by this man, Zion Haygood. That's what police say. Another victim in Cicero, Illinois, was Victor Cesares Jr. He was 27. He was shot to death outside a grocery store. No one remembers his name. We should. I just want to remind everyone not to get carried away and lose sight of the big picture. 
Just after they robbed us of many of our rights under the COVID crisis, now they want to create another excuse for the second phase and declare martial law. Between COVID and the riots, they now have two reasons to enforce contact and trace and facial recognition. They will let it get out of hand just enough to have a convincing reason to put the military on the streets, destabilize countries and turn this into a true technocratic ruled society. Remember this is a long term plan and we are all in the early phases. We don't think they will give up this easily do you? The road is long so let's all remain vigilant and united. We can see these are the seeds of civil war that are being sown. We can't keep falling into the same trap over and over again. The true enemy of the people is those who control and own the media, scientists and politicians, not each other. Remember that. Thank you for listening. Our content has no place on social media anymore, so please subscribe directly to www.mp-22.com.